0: the podcast you are about to listen to is explicit and may not be suitable for children some content may be triggering and graphic these stories are real and as we all know real can sometimes be hard to look at however it is necessary for healing and growth
1: Welcome to Stumbling
2: Through Enlightenment. I'm Jason.
1: And I am Laurie.
2: And I'm Edward. Every day we are working through our shit, and today we invite you to work through some of yours with us. Let me give you
1: a quick rundown of what we're going to do in today's episode. The first part of the episode is where Ed, Laurie, and I talk about what's going on in our day-to-day lives, and where you'll be able to hear how we support each other's growth. During the second portion, Lori, Ed, and I will have a deep-dive discussion topic ranging from self-awareness, metaphysics, mental health, personal discovery, and much more. During the third portion of the show, we're going to do a segment called Off the Rails. This is the funnier side of the podcast, where we talk about Lori's trippy dreams, top ten lists, and all the weird and wild things we come up with
2: along the way. Hey guys, so what's going on with everybody? Does anybody have anything to talk about this week? I've been playing around with light this week a lot. Ooh!
1: I've gotten uh, several different types of glasses recently. So, um,
2: like, like glasses you
1: wear? Yeah, like glasses you wear. Okay. And I got a blue filtering one. Uh huh. Um, and I got a, I got three different types of those, and then I got this, uh, like, amber one. Yeah. So. I've found that wearing them makes my eyes a lot less stressful, right? Oh, yeah. But at the same time, it's making me, um, I think, less affected by the, the good light, Yeah, if that makes sense so i'm kind of missing that at the same time oh. as enjoying the the you know being able to like work on the computer which is part of my job right um for long periods of time you know so i'm trying to figure out a balance with that because i have been for the last two weeks i've been struggling with light all i've wanted to do is sleep yeah. i haven't wanted to get you know anything done just very little motivation just want to kind of sit around and do nothing yep and i talked to jessica the other day about like the sky has been gray yeah Yeah. oh yeah for like weeks yeah like there i mean there's been a couple of sunny moments but it's been gray and it's killing me like all i want to do this time of year is just curl up and hibernate like yeah 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 and then i've had a lot of different uh physical issues too because of the like we've gone from 50 to 20 yeah to like raining to you know dry and it's been hell like every other day you know it's just a lot of pain right yeah so that's been putting me in that space (laughs) lately of like totally checking out of my body and I've been very dissociated lately. Yeah. Um, very unattached, which kind of sucks around Christmas time because, you know, you want to be able to be like right there in right. everything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm doing a lot of like the just space in it. Just totally, you know, I'll have one of the kids will walk up and say something to me and I'll be like, what? And it just like, I don't even realize I was gone, but I was gone. Yeah. Right. And I was gone, gone, you know? Um, So, yeah, that's been something that I've been working with this week. And whenever I get to that place of feeling that kind of dissociation, that's always when I get to that place of, like, ugh, this sucks. Why do I want to be here? What's this about? You know, is this really worth it? Like, you know, it's all that crappy old-school thinking. Yeah. But at the same time, it's, it's sort of where my mind goes to first. And it sucks because... We've had a really good... We've been on vacation this whole last week. Yeah. You know, we, we did a bunch of fun stuff. Um, we've had a really good time. We've had a really good time with family. You know, we've tried to... We've done a couple of things with my brother and sister who went to see um, this huge light display thing. And uh, we went to this special restaurant the other night where we got to eat outside in the middle of winter. And it was like in and this big, Donald's. igloo blue thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's cool. So that was a lot of fun. Um, so I mean, we've had we've had a blast this week, and I just feel like I was only present for half of it.
2: Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, and that sucks. So. so you kind of look back on it, and you're like, "Oh, I remember that," but yeah, what about this what chunk it feel of time? Like, yeah, you know, or or I don't remember. Yeah. So yeah,
1: that's been that's been a big struggle for me this week, and I've been trying to. Work on grounding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'd said, we've been off for the week. So the lack of consistency in my schedule hasn't helped a lot. Right. Um, but, you know, typically I would have gotten lots of stuff done during a week that I was off. And we didn't.
2: You know? Yeah.
1: Um, I made a New Year's resolution to do some paperwork for the house. And I did it on New Year's Day. Mm-hmm. So that's done. Nice. Cool. Got my New Year's resolution for the right year. Right out yeah. of the way. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yep. There you um, go. So so that was good. But it's just, it's a constant struggle. And it's a, it's a, it sucks that, you know, you want to be present for these things. Yeah. But that stupid trauma brain, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, because of all of these other stupid things, <laughs> you know, like, Yeah. I'm sore. I've got physical issues. You know, my body is not in a great place physically. Right. But that shouldn't mean that I don't get to, you know, hang out at dinner with people and enjoy it
0: and and feel you know the joy what I mean? the...
1: and feel the <clears throat> the being there. And yeah. So I don't know.
0: It's a struggle. How do you support yourself through the feeling? of feeling as though you should be able to feel does that make sense
1: no yeah it makes total sense it makes total sense i it is definitely a judgment that i shouldn't be in a position where i'm not feeling right and it's a that's where most of my work really ends up is in that that exact spot of you know it's okay you know it's there's no reason other than the fact that life was shitty at one point in time it's not shitty now, you know. You should be able to enjoy it, that kind of thing. But then I find that should yeah should, I, yeah I was I heard it, that yeah. too yeah you know and it just it kind of rotates around yeah. there. So I, I'm I'm still very immature a lot of times in that specific area. Yeah, because not only am I having to work with not being in a dissociated state, I'm also having to work with absorbing that much positivity too. Yeah. Like, it can be that good. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah,
0: it's okay for you yeah. to have it be that good.
1: Right, right. You're exactly. worthy of that. So that's... That, in and of itself, is really where the base of the work is. Yeah. You know? Um, that that story is a huge... Um, it, it's like a saga in my book, you know? Yeah. Of, right. Like... Yeah. <laughs> you know, do you... Do you trust for things to be okay? Do you trust that you deserve things to be okay? Right. You and, know, and when then, does that other shoe drop, quote-unquote? Always. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Um, you know, I've talked about experiencing that in my relationships, you know, um, and waiting for the other shoe to drop for long, 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 long periods. Is yeah. That right. <laughs> um, and
0: then validate yourself if it does well yeah, yeah you know, yeah, it's, and, like, yeah it's, it's
1: rough right and in reality there are more times that it does that it doesn't right like it, but those rare moments when it does you want to be able to feel right yeah you know, and be present in them yeah and my brain's always way back in you know this is just just, like just prepare time. for it not to yeah, yeah. Right? absolutely yeah yeah so I do a lot of that in there. There's a lot of that base kind of um, dysfunction that I still work with. And just the validating. Yes. Um, I, I've i talked several times about how when I was younger, um, everybody, uh, I was assumed to not be something good. Right. Right? Yeah. Like, um, we've joked about this, you yeah. know? friends that are people that you know tell me at 16 i'm inherently evil yeah yeah you know what i mean like what do you do with that when you probably already believe it yeah do you know what i mean you internalize it and it just validates that perception of yourself (coughs) right right um or not caring about things you know all of that sort of stuff i feel like comes from there and yeah it just it's been validated more than once and that makes it harder but just because it's harder doesn't mean that I don't have to work on it. Right. Do you know what I mean? It, I do. It'll keep getting harder until I finally get what I need to get out of it. Yeah. But. Do you give
0: yourself the credit that... Do you self-validate that, well, maybe I didn't feel much at dinner the other night. Yeah. But I really did feel a lot uh, two nights ago when I was doing this. So... Yeah. Do you validate that I don't know that I do yeah I don't know that I do it's hard when you're in it to find those places to give yourself credit right when you're used to self-punishing with the yeah with the buts,
1: <clears throat> buts self limiting.
0: yeah right we always know where our real work is when that's the immature spot in our head, yeah. That yeah that's that's the real big thing that we've come in to yeah to uh, learn the biggest thing in yeah. learning.
1: I mean I, I think like from my belief I think that there are probably like four or five of those things right. for everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah. Yeah, it's definitely one of my big ones yeah. is that I deserve to be whole in general. Yeah. You know, I deserve to be whole. I deserve to be whatever that means.
0: I wonder if, like, do you do the positive affirmations, I am whole? The trying to get the brain to recognize that, that that trauma brain. Yeah. I am so, I am whole.
1: I have a tool that I created for something similar to that. Yeah. But, um, I'm not sure that it's exactly what you're talking about. Uh Uh-huh. But I'll take, like, a a piece of that. Mm -hmm. And I'll work on that throughout the week. Like, you know, I am, um. I'm able to feel joy, yeah. For instance, or I'm able to um, express my joy, or whatever you know, like a piece of it, yeah. And then I'll work on that throughout the week, yeah, um, or longer, or
2: less, or whatever. That's However a long it that's takes. a really good idea because one of the things about the I I read and I always wondered about it. Those positive affirmations, yeah, they work for some people, but they actually, for the predominance of people, do not work. They create an opposite effect. And the reason for that is because when you're sitting there saying, I am whole, or I am enough, or I am whatever, you are doing it with intent to make yourself believe it, and therefore you are concentrating on the peace. You're doing it in judgment, right? If you're doing exactly, it in judgment. Yeah, and and that's where most people psychologically are. Well, right? so and that's why, like Lori, her ritual thing.
1: I mean, that's exactly the type of thing that works well for you, right? Yeah. Um, so that makes perfect sense for you, yeah, because it's it is how you do a lot of your work. Yeah, you know, is through that ritual, and that that does make sense. But for me, I need it to be more specific and broken down. Yeah. yeah. Yeah,
0: and I noticed with me um, where the real success was coming in, mm-hmm. the transition, where the real transition was happening, was as as I was doing, you know, depending on what it is that I'm working on, there's stuff, lots of stuff, uh, when I could start feeling those words from a place of joy, like what he was just saying. Yeah. like uh you know knowing that i'm lovable yeah and feeling joy in understanding that mhm because until then it's just words right yeah and that's where the real transition would like click in the brain but for me the repetitive process of that has to get in there because those ugly words I can still hear them really clear today, you Yeah. Know? Um, so i getting those ugly words out of there and hearing the the kinder version of things over yeah. and over and over again, that repetitiveness. Yeah. Is, yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's one <laughs> of, you know, I think I have like 300 of them. So yeah. There's a lot of them. Yeah. yeah, and it was nothing that you did to deserve it, which right, is what right. a lot of people will carry with them. Baby. Well, and that's part of what I still work with. Yeah. You know, that's that, you know, can you feel joy? Do you deserve to feel joy? Right. You right. know, what does that lead to if you feel joy? The responsibility of feeling joy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know. Absolutely. And in some places in my life, because of the intensity, I've negated the responsibility. But not only have I negated the responsibility, mm-hmm. I've negated the reality. My boundary has extended and... Totally walled off anything beyond a certain area. Yeah. Versus, you know, just having to walk into that area. Like, I have to figure out that that area still exists. Yeah. In some ways. Wow. Yeah. 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 So that's what I've been struggling with the gray. The gray. (laughs) Yeah. The gray days are killing me. I hear you. Killing me. And. You know, there's nowhere else that I'd rather live, unfortunately. Yeah.
2: It's time to strap in for this week's Deep Dive. So today, I, I thought we'd talk a little bit about aromatherapy and sense. since I know like Lori you're all you're, oh. we've talked about this you're big on scents and yes. and Jason I know that you have done some stuff with some yep. aromatherapy and stuff
1: yep I also have some uh, information about how that relates to
2: trauma in some ways too perfect nice yeah perfect yep you know when I was doing the uh, the herbal piece i came across a bunch of stuff for the aromatherapy and some of the stuff i knew and some right. of the stuff i didn't and so, so when you
1: were doing the research for the aromatherapy or no for, for the, for the herbal, herbal that you yeah. talked about on the podcast yeah okay.
2: when i was doing that so one of the things to to talk about is obviously like everybody's different so like something that works for me does not necessarily work for everybody else like some okay. people like the smell of sage right. other people don't like it at all right you know that's a thing um, i used to have this one lovely Scent that I got when I was like really young, and it was just this little bit of oil. Yeah. And, and sadly, I no longer have it. It's it, I used the last of it probably about two years ago, and I haven't been able to find it since. Aww. Oh no! And it was called like childhood memories. Oh, that that's what its name. was? That was its name, yeah. But it was like it smelled like almondine amaretto, something I don't know. It was just you try it was to just recreate a, it. I potentially possibly could.
1: Like on friends. That's see when he says potentially possibly could. That's the. Yeah, okay. Yeah,
2: yeah, so. So, So you just
0: blew me off. Too too, too much (laughs) work. Too
2: much work. Too much effort. It's not that important. No, not really. It's like I miss it, but I don't miss it that much. You know, Uh it's one of those things. So, everybody knows lavender. You know, lavender kind of like does this, you know.
1: Lavender is my favorite. I have a lavender shampoo that I use. Mm -hmm. And it is part of my calming routine. Yeah. You've
2: mentioned that before. Yeah,
1: Yeah. Yeah. I use the. Paul Mitchell, lavender. Yep. Nice. Um,
0: no wonder your hair always yeah. looks so nice,
1: shiny. <laughs> yeah. And I, 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 you know, I every night I take a shower because I take a shower as part of a way to kind of calm down and as a preventative for um, if I get triggered while I'm in the shower. Yep. Yeah. Right. If I get triggered in the shower at night, I've got all night to work through that. So, I get triggered in the shower in the morning, and then I got to be someplace in 20 minutes. Yeah. That doesn't always work out well. Right. Um, So, yeah, every night I take a shower. I use the lavender. And I love the smell of it. And I do. I really try to sit in that smell for a little while in the shower.
2: And it kind of like brings you. Very common. It really is. Yeah, it is. It is. I know when my father passed, uh, there was this woman who. I knew through a group of friends and she found out. And so she gave me this care package. And one of the things she did is she used to grow her own lavender and she used to make her own essential oils and so on and so forth. And so she gave me like this little lavender pillow that she made and a little bit of essential oil to help because she heard that I wasn't sleeping well. Yeah. And at the time it was really helpful. So like I slept with those sachet underneath my pillow and I could smell it as I moved at night. And it was very helpful to bring me back into that state of calm. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So that's Jessica a...
1: made some of those with our sweet Annie and with our lavender this oh, year. Oh, nice. that must have so good! Very cool. Although by, at this time they've kind of run out of smell. Yeah. But, right. Yeah. But
2: yeah. Absolutely. So that's one of the common ones. Why don't I mean you? Must lavender must be a big one for you too.
0: Oh yeah, I I am um, I love lavender and it's something that I tell everybody. Well, if you have a hard time sleeping, spray your pillow. Yeah. Get the sachets. We talk about that. Spray the bed and um if your bedroom doesn't feel relaxing, to you go in and spray your whole room before like 20 minutes before bed yep so that when you walk in it will kind of that scent will just sort of make you want to melt yeah lavender is a big one for me i love taking baths in it
2: because
0: mm. <laughs> i love baths i mean yeah. you guys know that's a big part of my common re- routine so yeah i love the lavender absolutely it's good stuff and then you mix it with some other stuff. And oh, yeah. Some better. Stuff. Absolutely. So one of the
2: stuff, stuff yeah. like other scents. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that happened to me when I was when I was younger and I, I first started getting into like scents and stuff is I had this essential oil which was lemon and rosemary.
1: Ooh. Oh, yeah.
2: And I would light it. I would put a little bit on like this water diffuser yeah. thing and yeah, then I would diffuser, feel. the
1: old fashioned diffuser yeah the old yeah. Fa- yeah, and the
2: candles and the glass and yeah. It, and yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah absolutely yeah. so I, I put something there like that and, and I love the smell of it so I let it burn right and I couldn't sleep one night uh-huh. um, of course because of the citrus yeah citrus and rosemary both are very very invigorating so yeah. you know like through depression and anxiety like it doesn't make me anxious but through the depression like if I need to get up if I need to be awake if I need to be aware you know, that's a thing for me. And it will boost my mood, too. But, like, I didn't realize that at the time when I was younger, so... I've used that for years. Yep.
1: Specifically in the car. I, I've heard I get that. I tired in the car... Well, I think we've talked about it Oh, this, probably. If I yeah. get tired in the car or whatever, if I put a little bit of, like, lemon or um, orange... Yeah. You know, on the dashboard of the car... Yep. Either the heat's blowing it toward me or it's warm enough that the sun's warming up the dashboard... Yeah. And it kind of, it aerates through the car and definitely will wake you up. Yeah.
0: And you know, that's two cents that they're often, you know, when you hear about what are the good scents for your kitchen. Yeah. Those are the two scents that they highly recommend for your kitchen because. Well, those are probably
1: the two things I would cook with the most too. Right. Yeah.
0: And it's like the heart, the heart of your home is your kitchen. So yeah. you're in there, you want to have loving discussions while you, and, and be happy and joyful while you're in there. Putting the love into your meal with your family and whatnot. Yeah. So, yeah, they recommend those two cents for your kitchen aroma.
2: Yeah. I, and I have a friend that she does, makes her own, like, cleaning products for her home. Yes. And it's, she uses vinegar, uh, some water, and then the peel of either an orange or a lemon. Yeah. yeah and then a couple of sprigs of rosemary she puts that in the spray bottle does she boil it or does she just put it in uh, flat? I think she just puts it in flat and she like she has a bunch of it going so like it, yeah. it sits and marinates you know right. For right. Time right. And she, she doesn't boil it first no yeah. no because yeah, no.
0: you can really bring the
2: smell out of yeah. the citrus
1: peels if yeah. you if
2: you, you had to them. apply some heat because of the oils yeah. And yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah
1: like if she were to boil that the rosemary yeah. and the orange together and then put it in there yeah, yeah.
2: I don't think she boils it she might before yeah. she lets it sit it would just I'm not smell sure. better I mean well clean any better right right, the smell better. right. yeah but the, the, the vinegar goes away and you that's all you smell when you go into her house is, yeah, is that lovely stuff
0: those that... things take over the scent yeah in her cleaner get rid of because vinegar is a it's a tough one to
2: like to get the smell out of yeah yeah, yeah.
1: absolutely it's a great cleaner but yeah and lemon does really well for vinegar yeah. yeah
0: get rid of
2: the smell nice absolutely Um so one of the other things that I came out which I did not know and I thought was very very interesting was um, bergamot and, and this is it's because bergamot has that citrus scent
1: what is bergamot So some people say bergamot
2: oh bergamot oh bergamot so, I've heard of that yeah okay, bergamot tea uh, berga, bergamot 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 tea bergamot tea bergamot tea um bergamot tea, um, well, bergamot potato tea is in like
1: the thing you drink tea. yes yes, yes.
2: Oh, oh. <laughs> saying, like, there was a tea, the tea at the end of it and you were trying to make fun of it right Dumb. oh no um and and i love it like because that's that's one of the things that's in like earl gray tea yeah and that's like my one of my favorite that's things. where i've seen that
1: word before yeah yep. is the um what like, celestial seasoning yes. yes box has a bergamot
2: Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. So I mean, again, it has that citrus smell. Um, it's uplifting and calming. Um, and there was a two thousand thirteen study oh. uh, of in the from the trusted source. I don't know what that is, but whatever.
0: Well, they're trusted.
2: Uh, apparently, source. you know, if Maybe right, it's, it's <laughs> a source that isn't full of shit. <laughs> Let's hope. <laughs> Let's hope. Um, but bergamot oil aromatherapy significantly reduced anxiety huh. in patients awaiting outpatient surgery. Okay. Oh, so nice. they would they would send them home with this before like major surgery and stuff. Yeah. Um, the depression and anxiety are different disorders, obviously, but um, they often uh, they found that it, it often helps with both sets as they're dealing with you know both depression and anxiety, which yeah. makes sense because I like most of us are either like. You know we're depressed to begin with, and then that anxiety just exacerbates that depression.
0: Yeah, I don't know anybody that has. I've never met anybody that has one without the other yet.
1: Oh, I have. You have? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I mean, I, 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 work in in mental health, so right. Um, to explain the the real simple explanation for you, Ed, mm-hmm. is that for a primary care physician mm-hmm. to prescribe a medication, they have to associate it with a diagnosis, right. And the two biggest clouds of diagnoses that aren't related to lack of um, attachment with reality are anxiety and depression.
2: Oh, so they're the... So So it's common.
1: if you tell your doctor that you need an antidepressant, they're going to say that your depression is related to your anxiety. So you have depression and anxiety and give you an antidepressant.
2: Gotcha. Right? Yep.
1: So on top of that... When you're talking about symptoms Mm -hmm. versus diagnoses, there's a huge difference, right? Oftentimes, people talk about anxiety as a symptom and not as a diagnosis. Right. And the symptoms of anxiety can happen in depression. They can happen in daily life they can happen they're supposed to happen in daily life right uh they can happen because of trauma they can happen because uh, i mean they can happen for a billion reasons you can have anxiety laying in bed because you can't get up to go to the bathroom because you're too depressed to do that right but you can be super anxious about it at the same time right but you're not anxious you're depressed experiencing the symptom of anxiety does ah, that make sense? yeah, it okay. It makes
0: perfect sense. And yeah, and
1: that's why they get squished together all the time, primarily on paper, because that's what doctors need to be able to then give you the medication right. that you're getting, which is often ineffective. What <clears throat> I, yeah,
0: sad. That's the sad. Thing. Yeah, sad. The primary
1: care doctors, they don't know. You right. know. They give they they follow a dosing recommendation, and they ask you when you want to stop. And if you don't have control over that and you think things are getting better you will tell them to stop because you feel like things are getting better right but you never get the opportunity to keep going and seeing if things could get even better right do you know what i mean yeah they, you... everybody just kind of says okay well good clap the hands and yeah. you know we'll give you this for the rest of your life
2: right and that's, that's where it sad. ends. Well, I know when that's I was really going through my diagnosis, when I started my, my journey with the mental health, yeah. uh, one of the things that my, my therapist said was, you know, it's like, okay, so symptoms of depression, symptoms of anxiety, symptoms of PTSD. He's like, now I'm going to put all of these three down. He's like, you may have one, you may have all, you may have, you know, something completely different. He's like, they all play in the same sandbox. Right. And it's very hard to differentiate between all three of them. Well, you know. and
1: specifically with post-traumatic stress disorder because it is, they they call it the, the biggest mimic because post-traumatic stress disorder includes symptoms of everything from complete psychosis to mild anxiety. Right. You know, you can have detached reality. You can hear voices. You can mm-hmm. see things. You can... Um, become very manic and very, uh, you know, depressive. And, I mean, all of those things can be PTSD. Right. And what it is is that people with PTSD don't get that diagnosis from a PCP. Right, right. I mean, because they're not going to walk in and say, all right, well, I was molested, I was abused, you know, mm-hmm. like for something that happened 40 years ago. Right. Because right? Right. that doesn't matter anymore. Right. I have heart disease. I have, you know, I have all this right. right. For And BCD, I feel yeah. a little down from time to time. Yeah. Right. Yep. And that's what the primary care hears. And that's why it really is a huge disservice in this country and in most countries that primary care
2: physicians are handling mental health medications. Yeah.
0: And it wasn't always that way.
2: No, I it wasn't always that way. See, I, I, and I, and I knew that it wasn't always that way just because of things that I've read. But I have never experienced a time when that wasn't the thing because my first, the first people that that gave me it's because it went were born right. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. no, yeah. seriously.
1: In the <clears throat> in the early eighties, yeah. there was a huge transition. Oh, okay, from yeah. General medicine taking on a lot more responsibilities, right? And them not being able to pay as many specialists because of insurance shit started go south in the 80s right um so that's really where that comes from yeah is you know in the 60s and 70s they would have just sent you to a psychiatrist right
0: literally a psychiatrist yeah right so yeah you'd not have gone... not
1: a med manager right they exist.
0: right so you went to your psychiatrist that's where you told them all of your stuff and they medicated you. Yeah, they
1: did
2: you. therapy as well. Yeah. yeah. See, and that's then, what I, I've always the, wanted, is one person to do both things. Well,
0: and then it started breaking off into...
2: You're never going to get it now. Yeah. Your
0: psychiatrist is the person sometimes that your um, counselor checks in with to make sure that the that right. the diagnosis is still the same. If you're going that route and not just having your doc,
1: your regular doctor... Right. Take care of well, it all. And so the other the other benefit to not having it in the same place mm-hmm. is when I, I always try to explain it this way to folks is that when you go to when you go to a hardware store, mm-hmm. right, they're going to sell you tools. They're going to sell you things to fix stuff. They're going to sell you things to improve your home and things around you. Right. Right. When you go to a medical doctor. They're going to sell you referrals, they're Mm -hmm. going to sell you prescriptions, and they're going to sell you recommendations because that's their job. They take care of general health, they prescribe medicine, and they refer you out, right? Right? If you go to a psychiatrist, they're going to sell you pills because a psychiatrist's tool bag, what they have to offer Um, is medication. Yeah. When you go to a therapist, they're going to sell you behavioral modification. They're going to sell you behavioral changes.
2: Coping mechanisms yeah. and right. Yeah, right.
1: So important. And that's why yeah. the two together, separately, work really, really well. Because you don't end up with that provider that's leaning hard toward the meds. Or that provider that's leaning hard toward the behavior. Yeah. Right. And controls both. Right. You're now asking one provider to use their tool bag and another provider to use
2: their tool bag. So you're basically getting the best of both situations. You're building Hopefully,
1: more tools Yeah, yeah well, yes, that way.
2: absolutely, yeah. 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 That's really nice. Instead
1: of having a toolbox, you've got a garage. Yeah, right. and that's why, I mean, you, you hear people bitch about, you know, oh, well, they're, they're only giving me meds. They're only giving me meds. Well, yeah. you're only going to doctors. Right, Right. If you go to a doctor, what else do they have to give you? They don't. They can't go home with you. They're not skilled in behavioral analysis. Right. Right. They're not skilled in changing behavior and therapy and all the things that go along with that. Right. They are skilled in writing prescriptions to match symptoms that you describe. Right. And that's and refer the
0: you to a counselor who most of the people that are looking for their doctor to take care of them don't ever go on to find Never. the counselor. Right. And
2: right. So, Give me
0: the pill. Checkbox. Yeah. Right.
2: Yeah. No. That's. And I. We
0: have
1: to be responsible for our help and that's
0: and why have there are the billions
1: of people out there that are on a low dose antidepressant that doesn't help but they've taken it for the last 30 years
2: mm-hmm. right because it's better than nothing
1: who yeah. still
0: have the same well, uh, damaging work. behaviors right right exactly yeah. 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 yeah yeah who walk around through life with the same damaging behaviors yeah,
2: yeah. i don't think that i could It'd ever help yeah I don't. I don't. I really don't. I, I. know. I would not be able to do just one or the other at this point. Like I'm. I'm very happy to have both. Yeah. You know. They. They do work.
0: Absolutely. <clears throat> that.
2: That med. That med helps ge- keep me in a space where I can do the work that my. You know. My. My therapist. Will and that's do
1: that's the that's the, the overall point is yeah. that you can't change your behavior all the time without you know without introducing chemicals. Yeah. Which is the meds. The meds aren't going to fix things without changing behavior. Right. So combining them both is ideal. Now, when you just try to change behavior, sometimes that's like uh, like running up an icy hill. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where the medication would give you a grip, a road. Yep. Right? So you're working harder you're overworking you're doing way more than you need to do to progress versus if you're just on the meds you're doing enough to be comfortable but not to progress right does that make sense yep so that's why the two of them together is really ideal yeah
2: buckle up for this
0: segment of off the rails i don't want to be reacting to assholes all the time how about i just get rid of the assholes in my life right right and i'm not saying everybody should ditch their family but i mean this is the interaction that i had consistently with my family it was nothing positive could come out of that
1: so i think part of it for me is i don't look at like when you were just telling that story, yeah, I'm thinking, yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, yeah.
1: I'm not thinking of, all it's bringing you down, yeah. And I, I think the block there for me is that I don't think I never got that chance, yeah. I never had the opportunity to say to the people that I wanted to say to, you know, fuck you, right, right, right. right. Huh? Yeah. So when I hear people being able to do that, it's doing like, that, I'm like,
0: yeah, it's like vicarious, you, you tell them, right. Yeah. Great. And it feels really good in the moment. I'm not yeah. going to lie to you, you know. No. I I perk up, like probably, my sister says I, I look like a mama bear. I, I grow a foot. She's like, you like increase in size. <laughs> right. And it feels really good to just tell them what I think right. in the moment. And, and then, then afterwards. But I'm mad. So right. when the adrenaline comes down, you have that piece of like depression level shit. Oh, yeah. That comes down. part
2: that I've never experienced. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Oh, see, like, well, because you asked me about if it felt good to call it, call the guy an asshole. I was asking the question, but normally if I would have said, you don't have to be such an asshole about it, which is my normal, yeah. normal thing. Yeah. no, know afterwards I, f- I feel horrible and, and it's, for me it was, would be almost instantaneous. It's the second that he was out of sight, I yeah. started to come down I'm like, Ugh, I sunk to his fucking level. Oh. yeah
0: that that's the thing i sunk to his level i allowed him to create a reaction in me right. and he is not worthy of me <laughs> putting that much freaking taking that much energy from me right you know that right. that's the shit that would come in now if it was somebody that i really cared about and that's happened too you know i love you right to death and we're in this fight and i've been triggered and then i'm mean right then i'm like I used to kick myself terrible. I won't do that anymore. I acknowledge that I was an asshole, and I go right to him with that. Right. You know, and, but I don't kick myself anymore. But that used to be a thing. Like, if, if it was someone I really cared about and we had a go at it, um, I always felt terrible because I can be an asshole. I mean, if I get triggered, I can be an asshole. And I have done plenty in my life.
1: there's so much I'm getting out of this conversation (laughs) right right now no for real yeah like for real I'm getting a lot out of this like because I I mean that's I think probably part of an unhealed narcissistic part of me yeah is the fact that I don't I mean I do what Ed did I look for somebody to come and do something to me so that I can do something to them yeah you know what I mean oh I do there's a very unhealed part of me mm-hmm. there. Because I don't ever think afterwards. Yeah. You know, Oh wow. Whatever. Yeah. Right. Like, I just think I got it out. Yeah. <laughs> like right, they I shouldn't think,
0: have been standing there. That yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Well yeah. not even
1: that. Yeah. Not even that. I'm I'm one step beyond that. Yeah. I'm like He's aggressive.
2: Really oh, I know aggressive. I overreacted, but right. it was fucking fun.
0: It right. felt good. That's where yeah.
2: So yeah. you create a passive-aggressive trigger to someone else's passive-aggressiveness so that you can be aggressive-aggressive. Does that Does that? No, sound I do not follow that. I okay. think he okay. just... Well, you said you look for these things. Do you ever instigate these these things just so that you can be angry, just so that you can actually get it out?
1: No. Okay. Yeah, so you don't go that far. No. Okay. No. Like, I was gonna I'll say be, I'll be in a store, right? Mm-hmm. And i yeah. will be somebody that looks like an asshole. And <laughs> the whole time I'm in there, I'm thinking, all right. Every time I pass by this guy, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see if he's gonna, you know, like, just say something stupid. So yes. no, you really are looking to try to find that. that's so funny. Though. Well,
0: that yeah. was me in my teenage years. That was me for a long well, that's time.
1: This part of me that I'm, I'm. Seeing right now, yeah is, is definitely a very it's part yeah. of the narcissistic
0: yeah, it's the angry hurt kid in yeah. you that hasn't been able to express things and get things out the way you deserved right and so it's easier to convert things to anger and let it come out in that type of energy right. little spurt and get that rush of yeah that bantam
2: rooster right right yeah. well that's kind of, how yeah. you know, they started it yeah so
0: yeah, their fault. Yeah.
2: You want to get into a fight because I think that this is like I'm. I'm listening to this, and as you say that you know you're seeing this, I'm seeing myself like run away from that, which is even worse. You know, like I mean, I like specifically avoid avoid that sort of thing. Yeah. Even though like I could get angry at certain things, I'm like, no, no, I really don't want to be. So there's a complete avoidance from that sort yeah. of thing. You seek it out. Yeah. I avoid it, but it's still the same. Like, this is still the same type of thing that needs to be healed. But you want to go for a fight? I don't right. know if I remember yeah. No,
1: my, my... I used to seek it my out. My
2: wife got shocked when we went. Okay, so we went to.
1: <laughs> this is how bad this can get. Yep. So we went to buy a dishwasher, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? And I wanted a smart dishwasher. Okay. Everything yeah. in my house. I'm trying to get smart. Yes. <laughs> I've got a wicked old
2: dumpy house. So when but it's that. smart on the inside. <laughs> yeah. Right? So when the house is it has a higher IQ than you do. Pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Uh, yes, does it Alexa runs dishes? my
1: home. Yeah. Right? <laughs> um, well she will tell me when it's full. Oh and that's And when that's I need to start it, that's and then cool. she will start it for me. Okay. Oh wow. But back to Lowe's.
2: <laughs> right.
1: Yeah. I'm I'm going through this and my wife and I were like, I'm looking for this specific one. So I can't find it. We have to end up interacting with somebody, which I avoid totally as much as possible anyway. Right. Like I'll spend an extra hour looking to avoid having to ask somebody. because yeah. I, mean, I just I'd rather just enjoy the store mm-hmm. in that type of store. Right. Now, if I like in, those if types of the in the grocery store. I'm asking the first fucking person. I'm asking as strange as you want. Do you know, know where the sugar is? Know, right? <laughs> no, seriously. <I laughs> yeah. I'm asking whoever's around me. To <laughs> yeah. get yeah, to right. get your shit get out. Like, yeah. Okay. So, but in in the hardware store, you know. So we we look around, we look around, we look around, can't find anything. Finally, ask this guy, and he's going through it, and he's kind of being joking and stuff, and I get that he's being funny and cute and whatnot, and it's it's I'm just kind of ignoring it because that type of of funny is irritating to begin with with me uh-huh. like the I'm cute type of funny uh-huh. you know Jessica will do that stuff and I'm like okay I get it you're cute I love you you're sexy does this stuff need to keep happening like... right. <laughs> I don't have a lot of
0: experience with the I'm cute this is funny type nobody in my life does that
1: oh yeah <laughs> Jessica, does,
0: Jessica that. does that
1: uh so so yeah we were in the store the guy started helping us. He's kind of making these little jokes and stuff. And, you know, sometimes in there they get a little snippy. Like, you know, oh, no, we don't have it. Yeah. Like, well, your your app says you got two of them. No, we don't have it. All right, well, can we look? Okay, I'll look. Kind of. You know, just that. They don't want to like, do their job. They're not there to really. Help you. Engage in. in... So he's ringing it up because we finally find it. He's ringing it up and he says. Why would you want a smart dishwasher anyway? What? Now, he is saying, like, what will this do for you? Uh Because Jessica could interpret that. Right. I said, out loud, because (laughs) I fucking want one. Right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He was very quiet the rest of the
0: time. I bet he was. I bet he was. Oh, no, that's right.
1: I had the same experience at the same store when I bought a door. I was was walking through. No, I wasn't a smart (laughs) (laughs) door. But I do have a smart lock on it. Oh, fair enough. So (laughs) we were walking through, you know, looking at doors. And I didn't want a door that had the lattice stuff in it. Right. Right. Because it can break. I wanted, well, and you can't clean it. It's a pain in the ass to clean. Right. As opposed to just a big window. Right. Yeah, that's what I like too. I was getting a full window door. Yep. So I didn't want that. So we're walking around, and I'm like, he's like, oh, we got this. And I'm like, okay, well, that's exactly what I want, except I don't want this and I don't know what it's called so I'm pointing to it he's not looking at it he says well that's all we got if you don't want that that's all we got and I'm like what the fuck dude I see a door right there and a door right there and a door right there that doesn't have this white shit on it Uh can you find me my fucking door like (laughs) oh god yeah that's what I do like I
2: hate bitchy customer service that's Oh yeah, I, what am I here. That, hate it me
0: too well, because worked, you
2: used to work in customer service me, yes too, and, and I think it.
0: that's why it's such a big trigger for people like yep. us because if you if you're if you don't like your fucking job get a new one right if you're not good with the public, don't fucking get a job working right. with the public.
2: Right. And I give them the, the, I hate the benefit that. of the doubt in the beginning. <clears throat> like, if somebody's a little bitchy or somebody's having a bad, you know, I'll, I'll I'll be smiley and I'll I'll. But if it goes on for too long and I haven't placed any like demands outside of, you know, can you help me find this on mm. a person? Then yeah, that doesn't work for me at all. But I because we were just talking about passive aggressive earlier. Yeah. This is what I do, because you mentioned Lowe's, right? So I went into Lowe's the other day for something. And I looked at their app, said they had it. One guy says, I've never seen it. So I went to go find somebody that looked like they were older and wiser and had been there longer. And they're like, oh, well, she says it should be right here. So we kind of looked around and they find it. But I looked at him when I got to him and I said, so I'm looking for this item. Now, it says that you have it in there. And I know that. Home Depot has it, so if we can't find it here, I guess I'm going to have to go there. And he's like, oh, we wouldn't want that to happen. And he, like, snaps right on. So yeah. that's my passive-aggressive, like, tweak. Yeah. Find this for me. Do your job. Because I've already had one guy that's like, nope, can't find it. Not there. Haha.
1: <laughs> yeah, see, I'm, I'm the one that grabs the first guy by the neck and makes him do it. Yeah. Right.
0: <laughs> I go after grain and sawdust and things like that. Yep. And it, it I get so pissed. I'm like, I've just been cleaning out a fucking barn. My is broken. I've been busting my ass. Your job is to put it on the fucking loading dock for right. me. <laughs> so when I ask you nicely because I'm nice because I don't like I I worked with the public so right. I'm not going to go in and be the
2: asshole. Well, like I said, be nice to yeah. them. You know? yeah, so when
0: I ask you nicely if I can get somebody to, to get it out on the loading dock for me and you act like I'm putting you out From doing your fucking job, I'm gonna be a wicked asshole right right off the bat, and that's happened twice in the last fucking year. Oh yeah, that's
2: no.
1: Yeah, no. This guy with the (sighs) door, he started off with one of these, you know, sitting at his desk looking down, and you ask him, you know, something, and he kind of ignores you. Yeah, Um, oh yeah, yeah. you gotta ask him again. Yeah, yeah. It was that second time that was all I needed. Yeah, yeah.
2: I'm I'm there with you with something like that if I feel like I'm being ignored.
0: Yeah, Yeah. nothing worse than poor customer service. You know, I I have a person I love very much, and I had to be right straight up with her. I'm like, you know, these people aren't the problem, you're the problem. She worked in customer service, she came home every day bitching about every fucking customer. God forbid if they talked to her, looked at her, wanted something. Mike and I told her, your fucking customer service skills suck, and if you got somebody like me in in line... (laughs) I'd make your day real fucking shitty right off the fucking bat, cause you—I'd blow a gasket on you. You—you you act right. terrible. I'm you know they're not the problem. You're the fucking ter— you're the you're the problem. She was mad at us. I'm she sure. left because we were straight up about you are the problem. Can't be every customer, you know. She came back later and said she'd evaluated it. Maybe she was the problem. You <laughs> think? When there's always this common denominator, like right, every right. interaction you've had all day long with your customers right. is shitty, and then there's you, guess what? It's you. Right, yeah. It's you. Yeah. Get a different job. Get out of customer service. Not everybody's not everybody's good with that. Life lessons. Yeah. hope you enjoyed the show today remember you can always reach out to us through our
1: facebook page at stumbling through enlightenment follow us on twitter at stumbling t-h-r-o-u 2 go to our website to check out more episodes and information about us personally that is stumbling through com. You can also reach out to us directly at stumblingthroughenlightenment at com. That's it for today. Have a great week.